Welcome to the Avanti Woman Podcast. With each episode, each conversation, we aim to empower, connect, and build women to move forward, feel confident, and thrive in healthcare, finance, entrepreneurship, and philanthropy. We're glad you're here. Hi, everyone. Nairi and Sarah here with the Avanti Woman Podcast. And welcome to the second part in a series on women warriors, breast cancer was not their death sentence. It is October, National Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and what better way than to honor and celebrate women who have fought and conquered this disease. Let's hear their stories and their journey from diagnosis to triumph and every emotion felt in between. We have two beautiful women, two warriors, Seema and Ramona. Welcome, ladies. How are you this evening? Very good. Very good. How are you? We are doing great. We're so honored to have you here, and we'd love to hear your stories. And, you know, I'm so honored to also say my co-host, Sarah Sitak. She's a survivor. And Sarah, take it away. All right. Wonderful. So first of all, thank you very much, ladies. I am also honored to have you on this podcast with us on such a special occasion this month of awareness for breast cancer. But I want to get started out. I want um, our listeners to hear about you first. So I'm going to have you introduce yourself and a little about yourself. You know, what do you do? Um, and, and then we're going to go deep into the dive of the discussion with breast cancer. So Sima, let's start out with yourself. Tell us a little about yourself. Um, I'm, um, 50, I'm 58 years old and why I'm mentioning age is because when it comes to cancer, it seemed to be older, but older was better, safer. Mm. So, um, <laughs> that was funny though that was funny post-menopause was better but anyway my name is Sima Hovanesian I am an entrepreneur mother uh, wife and a survivor um, I'm, I'm still I still haven't gotten my clearance yet but I'm I'm in the midst of it and um, I'm pretty sure it'll be all fine. And by mid to 2023, I'll be clear of everything, hopefully. But um, this was a very difficult journey because I'm a very strong and not a stubborn person, but like things like this don't happen to me. You know, we, we all, we wake up and we go on about our day and everything's great. And then you get a mammogram. That's what happened in my case. And I get it every year, just like a good girl. I do my physicals. <laughs> I, I take care of everything. And they called me back for um, ultrasound. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. I'll go back in panic. Then they called me back for biopsy. Mm. Now, again, in panic, not as much. And while I was having biopsy, I asked the doctor, like, what's going on? Is there something? And she said, yeah, you have a 95% tumor. I go, what? Yeah. I go, is it malignant? Oh, yeah, it's malignant. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I was dumbfounded. Right? Because oh, here she was, you were like, fine. 
Yeah. That was fun. That was great. So I want to dive into that moment. And, you know, I know Simon. It's going to be 14 years now. Um, we met, uh, we are part of a book club together that we love and cherish. And it's wonderful. So we get to see each other every month religiously. And I, I know when I got the call from Seema asking about it. So I want to dive into it. But before we go there, Ramona, I'm going to have you introduce yourself. And then I'm going to talk about that that moment. And I'm going to ask you guys, Ramona, Ramona, after you introduce yourself, that moment when you got the phone call and that what you were feeling exactly. So, and I'm going to come back to you, Seema. So Ramona, tell us, uh, introduce yourself. Yeah, my name is Ramona Keys. I am 61 and I was diagnosed at 58. Um, I'm going to kind of go along the same way Seema did. I um, always did my breast exams, um, self-testing, and I uh, went in and he said, I, have, I had an angel who worked at the um, breast center. She is a um, niece of a good, good friend of mine. And she took my um, mammogram and she ran it over because she thought she saw something. And she ran it over to the radiologist and he says, see if you can get her to come back. So I was on my way home. They called me. They said, can you come back for a biopsy? I mean, within like an hour. Yeah. And I said, yeah, let me just turn around and come back. You know, just like you said, Seema, just, all right, whatever. So I went back. Um, they did the needle biopsy and went home, didn't think a thing about it. And then the next morning is when they called. So yeah. kind of the same. Then we'll talk about that in a minute. But so I'm a mom. Um, my daughter's 25. So I'm a year old as a mom. But, you know, I don't have any old kids. Obviously, I'm 61. But um, I'm a mom. I'm a friend. I've worked forever. I love to travel, as Nighty knows. Um, I like to garden and cook and eat. And um, I got a wonderful rescue cat. I like to walk dogs at the rescue too. And I volunteer a lot. And I have to say, I've known Ramona for over 20 years. She's my sister's best friend and traveling buddy. And this woman, one of her signatures is her long, long, long golden curly hair, blonde, right? Which she lost. And we're going to talk about that too. But again, invincible spirit and never once complained never once complained about anything so yeah. welcome Ramona talk about that yeah so well, so that's kind of so he called me the next morning and then we can go on to the next part like you said. but you know it seems like you guys uh, Sima and Ramona you guys have uh, similarities in in your experience and that diagnosis and I just know from my experience when um, the doctor confirmed that it was malignant you know, it's one of those occasions in life where you just don't, you'll never forget it, right? And you know exactly, and you can relive that moment almost. And I'm getting chills while I'm, I'm just saying this. But tell us about what you felt and what went through your mind and the emotions that you felt going through your body and in your mind. And and I can account for Seema. I know she is one tough cookie and um, she is a fighter, not just through this, but even before cancer, I can, what Seema shared about herself. Absolutely. She is one tough cookie, but I want to know and share with everybody what you felt at that moment. Um, okay. So I'm lying on a the table. They're going to do ready. They're going to do biopsy. Yeah. needle biopsy and they told me they're going to do 
15 minute compression after the biopsy. So I'm imagining this 200 pound nurse sitting on my face, like, like literally, like she's gonna come. And, so I was so concerned about that. I'm serious, I was so concerned. And that was my main concern. So the whole time I'm like, uh, how long is the biopsy? Am I gonna get anxious? I, I don't want anybody like sitting on my face. And she's like, no, we're not gonna sit on your face. We're gonna sit next to it. <laughs> So the whole time, you know, and I think I probably irritated. Yeah, that's exactly what it was the whole time. I'm like, if I knew it, I would have asked for Ativan. So I'm like going on and on. And I probably irritated this doctor to a really serious point. And then I'm like, by the way, what do you see? And she goes, yeah, it's 95%. She goes, you have, you have malignant cancer. I'm like, are you sure? She's like, yeah. I'm like, how sure? She goes, 95%. So now I'm thinking, which is worse? 200-pound nurse sitting on me or me having a malignant cancer? But I'm still not believing. You know what? I think, you know, denial is probably one of the best. Yeah. Is it a feeling? Is it an emotion? What is it? Is it a defense, defense. mechanism? Yeah. So denial, I, 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 it's not like I was denying it, but I was like, what? Yeah. And, and then like, what? Yeah. Um, it's just like, just that doesn't happen to me. No, 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 not at all. So you know, they did the biopsy. At that moment, everything, I didn't mind about the compression. <laughs> everything changed. <laughs> so now I'm thinking, how am I going to tell my family? Yeah. And that worried me more than the cancer. So uh, my That's another thing outside. about women and mothers, right? Yeah. You're not worried about yourself. You're worried about your kids. About and your, your family. family, about my kids. Yeah. And my mom. Because I, my dad had, he's a, he was a triple transplant patient. So he had heart transplant, kidney transplant, liver transplant. And my mom took care of him diligently for 15 years. He was in the ICU for like a whole year in Cedar sinai And my mom went there every single day. And it was just like this poor woman, like I was thinking about her, like, what is she going to do? Like, finally, she's going to yeah. have her own thing. Um, my dad survived after 15 years. He, he lived for 15 years after that long procedure, long after those complicated surgeries. And I'm like, this woman's going to travel. Like, what am I going to do? And she was going to go to Mexico. Like, what am I going to do? What am I going to say? My son's studying for the bar. It's like yeah. the most inconvenient time. And I'm like, can we delay this? it's never convenient my son my son studying for the bar my mom's gonna go to mexico this is midst of covid this was last year this is june or at the end of 2021 like what am i gonna do one thing you had going on it wasn't lauren engaged at that time yes lauren just got engaged is that your daughter yeah my daughter just got engaged maybe like a month before that they have wedding preparations and she's like planning all these dresses, you know, the dress fittings and looking for dresses. And, and I don't even know what I have. 
Okay, we don't know. I mean, they say you had cancer. And, and, and I have to add, and Sima is also a very successful leader of a business. So very successful. Yeah, I was, I'm a work, I was working full time. So yeah. that was wow. another thing. Like how, and I remember when my dad got sick, he goes, you know, I thought I was irreplaceable, but you see, I'm not. So I, I didn't even like, I'm like, I'll walk out of the house. Like, okay, I'll have chemo on Monday, two days rest. Wednesday, I'll go to work. I have <laughs> no idea what this is. Like, I have no idea. So we go back and forth, back and forth. Um, they, they called me like, okay, go to biopsy. You have another biopsy. They, they called me to another type of a mammogram biopsy where they squash you and yeah, they stick a needle. And I'm like, okay, do whatever you have to do. And luckily I have very good friends in medical industry so everybody just they they were so helpful so i got a very good team of doctors in usc so they said it's cancer clinic day i'm like okay so you're gonna see six doctors i'm like okay well that day the day that i left the biopsy the first biopsy they wrapped me up like i'm a mummy i mean they just wrap you just wrap you I left and my husband's looking. He was in the parking lot. He goes, what is that? I'm like, I have cancer. He goes, what? He goes, no, you don't. I'm like, yeah, I do. No, you don't. I'm like, I do. You have to deal with it. I have cancer. <laughs> I do. <laughs> and then he goes, we don't get cancer. I'm like, yeah, we do. We got cancer. <laughs> we do now. <laughs> we do now. And uh, like, how? It's like you went like, shopping and I picked up cancer. <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> like that. <laughs> something it actually we were laughing about it so how am I gonna say it? and um, then we did the USC clinic thing six hours 10 doctors in and out everybody comes does their song and the dance and leaves there oh my I was overwhelmed tired I didn't it didn't register you know, I saw the re the radiation doctor, the oncologist, the surgeon, uh, the other surgeon, this doctor. Like, they all came and went. They came and went. And I'm like, okay, I'm in great hands. This is what I'm going to do. Whatever they tell me, I'm going to do it. And I did exactly what they told me. Except we need second opinion. I have an angel friend who's oncologist. And I didn't even ask him to handle my disease but he was helping me channeling me to the right sources he said let's go to city of hope i went to city of hope same thing everything was diagnosed everything was the same as usc well usc is closer i'm like okay let's go to usc and they're a little bit more um they care about cosmetics a little bit more they gave me the day of the radiation every, not radiation chemo it was nine-hour chemo. They told me I have to have a nine-hour chemo. Jesus, wow. <laughs> I had two kinds of cancers, and uh, I was triple positive. Oh, yeah. wow. Just like Roxanne, remember, Sarah? Right. Triple positive, yeah. yeah. Romana, what were you diagnosed with? I was HER2 positive. You were two. HER2. 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 Yeah, I, I was the same, but were you triple, like... The other receptors, what were they? Just her two, I was stage two A. 
it was, and stage one is where it stays in the duct. And then if you're two, that means it's left the duct. So, yeah. but it was so uh, yeah, tiny, they thought they could just, um, they have you know. Three receptors, when they said triple positive was positive, positive, positive. HER2 was my last one. That's the yeah. one. Yeah, so you were HER2. So you went probably, when was your cancer? Uh, 2019, right? Be, I mean, I got my radiation in 2020. I was one of the last ones in the door to get radiation oh before goodness. everything shut down. Yeah, I was really like, I mean, everybody was masked and it was a paranoid time. But Ramona, how did now yours is a whole other complication because right at the the the, the uh, cusp pinnacle, of closing, the pinnacle of of yeah, the cusp of closing, the pinnacle of of COVID and all this unknown. What did you feel? I mean, you had the additional stress of COVID and, and all that, but what did you feel when the doctor said, yes, it's cancer? Well, I was right here working and my phone rang and he says, hi, Ramona, um, is this a good time? I said, yeah, because he told me he called me at 830, called me at 830. And he says, you got cancer. And the first thing, like Seymour probably said, I said, are you kidding? Yeah. He goes, no, I'm not kidding. I said, you're sure? Yeah. He goes, yeah, we're sure. I said, oh my God. He goes, well, I'm going to set you up with a surgeon who works right next door. Uh -huh. um, she'll, she can see you today. So would that be okay? Or do you want, want to come in on like Friday? I said, right now. So hung up, called my daughter right away. Just stunned. You know, you're just kind of going through some motions, right? And then, uh -huh. so weird, the second person I called was my boss. Um, okay. You know, and, and he's a young guy. I think he was like 36 at the time. I mean, he's- Yeah, yeah the clueless. Yeah. He, and so I thought, oh, shoot, but he's really, I mean, he really just said, whatever you need to do, you know, I mean, he's right. a real family man. So um, I kept working and then I had my appointment, saw the surgeon and she says, we don't have the, um, the stuff back from the biopsy yet from the labs. So it could be something easy. Just, we cut it out. It's so tiny. You maybe get some radiation and you're done. Right. Yeah. So I said, okay. So then the first thing I said was, what should I eat? What should I not eat? So the first thing she said was no alcohol. Yeah. I said, okay, I can do that. And then she says, don't eat any processed meats. She goes, you know, we send our, we tell our kids not to smoke, but then we send them to school with a bologna sandwich uh -huh. and, and processed meat is one of the worst things you can yeah. eat even now without having cancer. Right. Right. So that first day, and then and my team, I went to Orange Coast Memorial. It's part of the memorial um, care, mm -hmm. I guess. And they had a team like SEMA set up where I had an oncologist and I had my yeah. um, radiology. Everything was in one building. It was the scariest thing, wasn't it? Just coming yeah, the, for them in and out, in and out. And Well, they, I, I saw, I had different appointments. So um, I found out in the middle of July, by the middle of August, I had my first chemo. I mean, it was that fast. I mean, I had EKG, I had blood tests. I had an MRI that was, I thought would be scary. I've had now three of them since. Um, mm -hmm. It's not really a big deal because it's not the big tube anymore where you go yeah. in and you feel claustrophobic. It's kind of like an open donut. Yeah. So that was nice. And they let me listen to music. So, um, mm -hmm. yeah, and then to tell people was really hard. You're right. I mean, cause you know, I tell my sister, you know, and um, I know my ex, you know, my daughter told my ex-husband and it's just, you know, this weird having to, so once I told my core, I said, you can just let people know. Mm -hmm. And I, I remember a call from a friend. I saw my phone ring and she doesn't usually call me. So I pick up the phone and she goes, well, damn. <laughs> so 
first thing she said. And, you know, because, I mean, she'd like to break the ice, right? And yeah. I said, yeah, I know. And, and you know, um, you hear people say, how can this happen to me? Um, my dad had leukemia years and years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, he's since passed. But um, he asked my sister and I, how did this happen? You know, I've always been super healthy. You know, like 90, like your dad walked, ate good food, you know, just was lived good and clean, right? Mm-hmm. And my sister goes, you know, Papa, it's just genetics or maybe, you know, way in the past, somebody had it, right? And mm-hmm. it got passed down. But I, in that same week, I did a um, genetic testing. They tested for 67 types of cancer. Mm-hmm. Everything came back clear. It have been something where then uh, I would tell my daughter, you need to be checked at an early age. But um, it came back completely clear. My sister went and got her genetic testing done because of it. It, and she's clear too. So this was a bad mutation that didn't get released out of the body. It's just, you know, my, my surgeon says it was just one of those things, you know? Yeah. So let, let me, me ask you a question. Oh. Seema, you mentioned that you were getting your mammograms every single year. Absolutely. And so were you, right, Ramona? You were getting them every 12 months. So how interesting. And this is exactly what we found out last week too, mm-hmm. um, Sarah, right? With Roxanne. So, and this is this is really like uh, so prevalent in the breast cancer community. We're all getting it consistently, and you're finding it in the midst of it. That window one, period. Yeah. One one that um, in March? No, was it in in January? I had um, the vaccine January 2021. Mm-hmm. And right after the vaccine, after my second vaccine, the first one I had December 2020. And then, you know, several weeks later, I had the Pfizer 20. I had my other vaccine. And I had these huge golf balls underneath my arm. And all my lymph nodes were like, I had maybe two golf balls. I couldn't even move my arm. My lymph nodes were inflamed. And they said that was like, one of the side effects, side effects of some yeah. of these shots. So I don't know if that was relevant, but that lasted good four months. Mm. So, and my diet, I don't know if it triggered something because my diagnosis, my, my, they diagnosed me. So six months after my vaccine I don't know maybe it has nothing to do with everything anything but all I know I had huge like like three inch three inch three inch balls yeah I would I couldn't do I couldn't put my hand down I had to sleep with um you know with the pillow yes that's the only thing or you know we're women I'm post-menopause Maybe it's like one out of three. So mm-hmm. I'm one. One out of eight. Yeah. yeah. Is it one out of eight? One out yeah, of eight. It's a good number. It's it's better number. I like that. And, and you know, um, actually, Ramona, did you feel anything? I know you do your breast self-exams every month. You didn't feel anything. So once she then, my oncologist, when she felt around, she goes, it's right here. So when mm-hmm. she, you know, t- took my hand, took her hand, you know, and had me feel it, then I could feel it. But I mean, after my third round of chemo, I couldn't feel it anymore. So I had her feel it. And she says, No, it looks like it's, you know, it's doing it. Chemo is doing what it's supposed to be doing. So, uh, yes. So tell us um, a little about the process. If 
um, you know, how you, after the diagnosis, you guys had similar yet different type of a diagnosis and stage. Um, you looked into and discussed with your doctor the process um, and what you're going to go through. Tell us a little about, um, you know, what that was and, and how you became that warrior woman. Because I know personally, I watched you, Seema, go through it. And you, that inner warrior came out and you came out victorious. And I know at the end, you are going to have that victorious news. And I wanna hear about yours as well, Ramona. So tell us really briefly exactly what the diagnosis was and then the process and how you, that inner warrior came out and you, and you conquered. Um, I didn't take it personally. That's very good. I, mean, I like that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I'm like, okay, it's a difficulty. It's a challenge in your life, in my life. So, you know, everybody has. And then I never thought, I never said, why me? Because people were saying, oh, why you? You're such a good person. Like, why not me? Mm -hmm. You know, why not? there are a lot of good people and why should I be different? So I'm, you know, this happens, this mm -hmm. happens to that, 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 that attitude was not part of my deal. Um, what was the question? So, the process. <laughs> the process, the process. I had, so they diagnosed me with two kinds of cancers. Um, one was ductal ductal carcinoma mm -hmm. and the other one was uh, adenocarcinoma mm -hmm. i don't know what that means both of them. so they said you have two kinds of cancers i'm like well of course you know i need to have designer things going on so it was <laughs> going to be four kinds of four kinds of chemos it was mm -hmm. going to be first they were going to give me six sessions and then they, they were going to do the surgery it was going to last nine hours. And, and then they were so like, you're going to do it. You could, I felt, I saw so much pity in their eyes. I'm like, really? You guys are professionals. You're pitying me. You should help me. I don't, I mean, I, I didn't say it out loud, yeah. but they were like, oh, you're going to do, you're going to help. One year is going to be hell and then it's going to get better. Okay. So, um, after I went around, I picked my Dr. Shearing and I have to give him a shout out because he's the best. He's the best human being and the best oncologist in the world. He's amazing. So um, Dr. Shirinyan and I hired somebody from Penguin. So um, everybody What's Penguin? encourage. Penguin is a company. It's um, you rent these caps uh -huh. that freeze your head so you don't lose your hair. Oh, during. wow. Ramona, yeah, this is. That? No, I was bald as, as you know, and so I loved I, it. I was, I loved it. I was <laughs> encouraged. I was encouraged, actually, strongly encouraged by everybody who knew me to do this because, it, because USC said, oh, don't do it. And then, um, city of said city of hope said don't do it and then they called said oh do it do it 
you know, it's like 50-50 chance, but that's not true. It's 80% chance. So this is actually very, have you heard of it, Sarah? I've never heard of this. Well, a couple yeah. of my friends have gotten it. Yeah. yeah. So you, free, you wear these hats, it freezes. It freezes your follicles. Oh, yeah, it's, follicles. It's, okay. It's probably as difficult as a chemo. Wow. Yeah. Because, because it freezes your, it's like brain freeze. Yeah. So you sit there and you hire these guys. His name was Vincent. He was another one of my angels. He would take care of me. He brings these caps. They're like Velcro caps. And they're minus 32 degrees Fahrenheit. Jesus, wow. And they switch it every 20 minutes. So you don't relax for not, not one second of rest in nine hours. And this, yeah, they have to do it nine or 10 hours. So every 20 minutes, every 20 minutes. And they would just they would take it up and put a new one, take it up. And, and it was like a kind of wrap it around. Mm. Uh, and, and so you kept I, your hair, Sima, right? I kept my hair. I okay, kept my wow. hair. Of course, the quality wasn't the same, but it was good for my morale. Yeah. I, and I went to work. Oh, I, in, in, in the beginning, I didn't want to tell anyone, just immediate family, that's it. But then I'm like, okay, my coworkers, my people are going to say, what's wrong with this woman? So why don't I share? And when I shared with my employees and my colleagues, I think that was the most liberate. Everything changed. Liberating something. Yeah. Oh my God! Oh, this amount of support, mm -hmm. and and I didn't know how much I needed that support. Yeah, I didn't know. Like my phone wouldn't stop. My house looked like, I mean, just just pouring. I didn't have visitors. I didn't want visitors. Very few, but like flowers and candies. People would ask me, "What do you want? What do you want? What do you want to eat?" and and with the, the kind of chemo that they were giving me, I couldn't taste anything. It was like everything tasted like metal. I wouldn't even yeah. drink water. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was just awful. Uh, it, was, it was one of the, but before chemo, they would give me um, steroids. Now that was worse mm. because I would just jump off the walls. I would tell people I'm taking pills. So anything I say, don't take it against me. Don't take it. I would go crazy. Oh my God, those yeah. steroids. They made me plump and fat. And it was awful. But you just have to keep, you have to laugh. Yes. So I have a question, Sima. And then same question for you, um, Ramona. What was that one thing? For some people, it's faith. For others, it's um, you know, their family, their son, their child. But what was the driving force for you? that kept you fighting and moving forward? Oh, um, it was work. This was, I looked at this, like it's my work right now. It's my project. I looked at it and I did it. My, my doctors were telling me I was the best patient because I did everything A to Z, like everything, um, including research and anything they told me I did it. The only thing I couldn't do, drink the amount of water they wanted me to drink. I wouldn't even drink eight ounces of water a day. I couldn't. But <laughs> I was, I looked at it as work. It's yeah. like, you know, you have to do it. There's no, there's no I choice. Can see that. I can see that definitely. And I witnessed that with Sima. And what about you, Ramona? How did you, what was that one thing? 
Well, like I mentioned before, and Heidi knows her, I have a daughter who's, you know, at the time was 22 and it's like, this is too soon to go. You know, there's, I want to see her get married. She had a boyfriend. Well, actually, no, she had just broken up with, I got cancer the next week. She and her boyfriend broke up. Like, oh, right. Boy. <laughs> you know, like, oh, I said, look, maybe, maybe there was to go a disrupt, that was disrupt. Then you, maybe your mind was yeah. at that so, versus. So she, they're back together and they're going to get married now. But yeah. anyway, that's <laughs> the <that> story. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I had two friends who always checked in. I did a wellness check every day you know, seven yeah. out of 10. So for me, I had my chemo on Wednesdays. I felt good Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And on Sunday morning, I woke up and I had that metal taste. Mm-hmm. I was tired. And then that, so Sunday through Thursday, I worked because you know, I work from home. Um, I just, in the afternoon, I would tell my work partner, I got to close up for a couple of hours and take a nap. And I'm telling you, I would drag myself upstairs and I would sleep for two hours and then came back and finished. But I worked through my whole chemo except for the chemo day and I didn't I didn't have a cold cap they never offered it to me um but yeah I, yeah. I had a I had a shaving party and as Naya That's knows so, I had I like that oh yeah Ramona had golden locks like this long blonde really hair long. her entire life and tell us about that how you felt because that was your but, signature your hair yeah well I mean so I got a cut short shoulder length and for a while, and then, you know, then after the first, let me say the first round and two weeks after that, I could feel it coming out. So called up my girl real quick and said, you know, we need to do this. So a bunch of my friends came over to her house and she put out a spread, you know, beer, wine, sodas, water, a little, you know, charcuterie and stuff and um, got it on video and she shaved it off. And I'm telling you, it was, I mean, I still miss it. Now I still have hair all over the place, but I mean, I was bald for probably a year. How long was it? A year, maybe a year and a, a couple of months. I mean, it started growing in right after the last chemo, right? It starts growing again, but you know, it's like a Marine. Yeah. 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 And then I, it got really curly. I mean, every step of it was really cool to me. So, I mean, I, to me that it didn't, it didn't matter. And my, my sweet oncologist, um, she kind of told me everything along the way because I said, I don't think I can do chemo. She goes, you can do it. She goes, I see people here that come in, they're sick, they're overweight, they've got other problems and they go through it and they're just fine. She goes, you're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. So, and she was, shout out to Dr. Sarah Hassan. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's, only, she's only like 34 and she's 37 now, but she was really young. Um, well, shout out to Dr. Hassan and Dr. Shirvanian. Yeah. Yeah. Shirinian. And she's Shirinian. friends with Shirinian. Shirinian. Very good. We're friends now. We're, um, yeah. we're and, and Ramona, the... I know one of one of your strong suits is you're very organized. You're very, you know, meticulous. You're you've got your schedule, your routine. And did that routine and that scheduling, did that help you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. of course it does. Yep. And you know, with what I ate, I knew. On Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I felt great, did my shopping, got my blueberries, had everything set. So for five days, I was shut down. You know, I mean, like she said, you don't want anyone coming over because you're immunocompromised, right? But um, people would come and, you know, stand at my door and um, it was nice. I mean, you know, it's kind of like checking out, kind of like how COVID was nice for us to be at home. And, you know, I, I just love being at home anyway. Yeah. yeah. So and, uh, and knowing you, you laughed your way through this process and through this journey. 
You really did. It's it's amazing. I, Both of you ladies are you know, amazing spirits. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, I mean, and and if you know, I kind of want to go back. I mean, and um, your organization skills and that ability really helped you and it seems like it's helped you focus as well to get through the process from Mona which is amazing and I got a binder you know you first you just get a binder right put everything Uh in it (laughs) that's great did 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 faith play a role it it played a role in my in my journey uh really quickly did it play a role in your journey Absolutely. Prayed all the time. People prayed for you, I'm sure. Yeah. 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 And and that this is just a challenge that was given. And and in some way, and I don't know if you guys felt this way, but for me it was just um I'm I'm used as God as an example and and he will help me get through it. And in my case, it was like I had things to do and I was going to get through cancer and I was going to have my family and I was going to raise my family. And I'm assuming it's the same for you. You had Ramona, you had plans and Seema. I know definitely you had plans. Um, So really very briefly, I mean, was that, was that focus point for you guys as well, where you were focusing on an end goal? I was focusing day by day taking one day at a time yeah you do have to do that and also i was so concerned about this i'm so stupid i was concerned about disappointing i was concerned about disappointing my daughter because my poor daughter she would go dress shopping and we would do facetime we facetime like throughout the whole experience that she had last time when she found a dress like last i went with her last to her last store where she finalized it but i didn't get to experience that with her it was through facetime um just the whole wedding preparation i was checked out but sima i completely you know what's Seema, going on you know what gift you are giving your daughter of your life yeah oh absolutely yes. to be around in the long term definitely the married? Biggest, is yes. she married now She's married. Yes, she's, oh, good, she's good. married. Good. And and my kids and also they never doubted. They they were never scared that they're gonna yeah. lose their mom. My mom not for a second. They thought like, okay, whatever, this is thing and it will go away because they, they didn't understand. I didn't want to correct them, I didn't want to be the victim. I'm like, yeah, well, you know, and I, I played a cancer card in a funny way. <laughs> you know constantly and and they're like mom are you gonna play the cancer card yeah i'm playing the cancer just, just try to make it funny because yeah. you have to make it funny otherwise humor to it's it. scary yeah what about you Ramona? well you know also we talk about faith um i have a really good friend who came to my shaving party she came um for my surgery because you could still come for surgeries before covid i just had a lumpectomy um and earlier this year, she, she's very big and she got this support bra with underwire and it kind of dug into her side. And after she took it off, you know, and didn't wear it, um, one side went away, you know, this, the indent and the pain on the other side, it stayed and she felt like a lump. And, and I said, you better just go get that checked out. So she checked, 
she had a biopsy and they just took a long time to get back to her. So if they're taking a long time, it's probably not anything. Mm. And um, it came back as cancer, triple negative, um, like Yusima. Oh my God. And, no, I'm triple positive. Oh, triple negative okay. is very bad. It is. Okay, triple positive. So she, um, so she's going through the process now. So she had to do six, or she had to do is 12. She triple negative? Triple negative, yeah. She had to do 12 every, once a week. And then she did the six like I did. And so now she's all done. And now she's going to have the surgery and then um, uh, the radiation. But um, when my doctor said it was going to be a whole year process, you know, you're like, God, a whole year. But I'm telling you, that year goes by so fast. And now I'm, I say I'm now two years in remission. I, I say my surgery date because when they went in, there was nothing in there. Yeah. It was completely yeah. blank. Yeah. That so, to me is oh, my wow. What would you guys, if you were to, um, you know, uh, this conversation is wonderful and I can sit for hours listening and talking, but if, if, you know, as we're kind of coming to the end, what is that one thing that you would get, tell women, what would you tell them? What would your message be for women? It could be women with cancer who just got diagnosed. It could be women in general. It could be anything. What would your uplifting message be? I'll go first. Okay. Yes, please, go please go. <laughs> well, um, you know, I like Nadi said, um, her sister and I are best friends and we always say health first. And my dad even would say that he'd write on a card, good luck and good health. And then he would sign his name for um, you know, our birthday cards or Christmas cards. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can have money and things and things and more money. If you don't have your health, it means absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't stress that enough. You know, I mean, you know, I went on vacation. I ate sweets every day, which you know, I'm not going to stop that today. Um, but if you don't have your health and feel good, yeah, nothing. Yeah. So health first. Health first. Health first. Sima? Well, if any woman, and you know, this is a very, first of all, this is a popular disease. This yeah. is not the end of the world. That's, mm-hmm. they need to understand it. It's not happening to them, only to them. There is no, there, we're not victims just because we have cancer. Right. Um, absolutely not. We're just one of many, you know, one has cancer, one has heart attack, one has, everybody has something. We're <laughs> aging, so this is normal. So it's, if we understand that this is normal and we educate ourselves and try to get to the bottom of it and, and try to, there is so much out there. I mean, we live in a country that has best of the best. Um, yeah. We yeah, take yeah. it and we don't become victims and we deal with it. Right. I, yeah. I, you know, you'll come out of it. So basically again, have a victor mentality. You have yeah. to, you have to. And faith, I mean, I, I really, yes, my faith always helped me, but I don't want to ask God to help me. I want to ask, thank God. I want to thank, thank God for today. Wow. I want to cool. show gratitude. I don't help Medicine, me know. Or, yeah, for surgeons so, and everything. Yeah. But um, just try to, you know, hopefully somebody that listens today to this podcast and who's had 
similar experience or their cousin or somebody will say, oh, wait a minute, look, these women, this woman had two kinds of cancer, nine hours of chemo and uh, double mastectomy and radiation. My daughter's shower day, I was cooked. Yeah. I mean, I was, I had 30 degree burns and wow. Like, what are you going to do? I'm but gonna, you're still here, Seema, and you're staying. Oh, yeah, I'm not going absolutely. anywhere. I'm, I have to, I, I, and I told my kids, I'm going to hang around so I can annoy them. <laughs> so, are you, are you done? Are you done with your radiation? I mean, are you done with I'm everything? I'm done with my radiation, but now, uh, because I'm a HER2 positive as well, after I've done chemo and the surgery and the radiation, I'm still continuing with Herceptin. So it's yes. still, I'm continue on continuing and uh, yes and then i am doing uh i'm taking two kinds of uh uh two kinds of uh, pills that are also different kind of a chemo uh and i really okay so what people take uh, blood pressure medicine Mm -hmm. so i like the i like the mindset and i think that's 80 percent of the battle absolutely your mindset absolutely what else can you do Look at look at Sarah. Sarah was young, newlywed. Mm-hmm. She's diagnosed with cancer. Her mother died. I mean, it was disaster. And I just met her, and I'm like, this young kid. <laughs> how is she handling all that? Was it breast cancer also? It was breast cancer. It was. And my mom had passed away recently from cancer, and then my dad had his own health issues. But. What I want to say is, and I want to point out, and I think your messages were fantastic. I mean, Ramona, you said health. Seema, you said, you know, that you're not a victim. You are a victor. And we are one of many women, unfortunately, but we are one of many women. And life kind of happens. And I really liked what you said. I'm not going to. I'm going to thank God. And I, I like that. That's a very, such a positive and strong message. And I hope all the ladies out there really hear that. And um, yeah, and there's a lot of diseases out there, but none of it stops us from becoming that warrior women and becoming victorious at the end. And you two are wonderful examples of that. And I thank you for sharing your story with us and sharing your experience and sharing that positive that you come out of it glorious so that's that's amazing thank you ladies um it was it was wonderful we learned so much from you from your courageous spirit and sarah you said something earlier you said that you know i felt like god was like i'm being used or like an instrument or whatever the whole reason for this and it kind of brought up something, you know, once upon a time, I read a book, the title was God never wastes a hurt. Mm -hmm. So every hurt, every pain that we go through, he's using it for something down the line. So I firmly believe Sarah, for sure, I know where you're headed with your mission of, you know, everything that you've gone through, what you're going to use it towards the platform that you have is amazing. And you Seema and you Ramona, everything that happened to you is for a reason you may not know it yet. But this is going to be used towards something amazing. Again, you know, we're here. Everything we go through is so that we are examples and we are that walking uh, testimony for others to learn from and draw strength from. So with that said, we have to remember that breast cancer is not a death sentence. And when caught early, it has an extremely high rate of survival. 
So therefore, education, prevention, early detection, screening, mammograms, right? Self, uh, breast self-exams, very, very important. So ladies out there, everyone tuning in, do your breast self-exams, talk to each other, talk about this, especially in the month of October, you know, educate each other and do your mammograms. And uh, with that said, thank you so much for these three amazing warriors tonight, Sarah, Ramona, and Seema. May God bless you. And we look forward to seeing you again. And until next time, everyone, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and all Apple podcast streaming channels, YouTube, and stay healthy and do your breast self-exams. Thank you. Have a beautiful day. Thank you for joining us today. For more engagement, you can find us at The Avanti Woman on all social and media platforms. Follow us on Instagram. Join our community group on Facebook to chat. Subscribe to our YouTube for our latest videos. You can rate us five stars on Spotify and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for helping us reach even more Avanti women just like you.